Hey guys, welcome to the Discussalorian, the show where we talk all things Mandalorian. Uh, th- we're talking chapter 13, The Jedi. The best episode ever. So this episode opens on Corvus. Yeah, it does. It's a dead forest scene, and um, Ahsoka... Oh, you just, don't just say your name like that. Okay. Just, you know, say a little bit more. And then, you know, mysterious character. You know, A mysterious character emerges kicking some major butt and slices the trees and with her lightsabers. And she has two of them. And then and she and, force pushes some and then, dude. And they're white. And they're white. She cuts yeah, a slice she, out of that tree and then she pushes the tree slice. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then the seen. other part, the top part just lands on the bottom part and it stays there for a bit. And then they mm-hmm. go to this like white shot, and then the tree falls. I'm like, oh man! And she walks up all samurai style to this lady on a bridge, um, Monty Python. Or <laughs> <laughs> the the French people? Yeah, I fought in your direction. <laughs> that guy. So she she walks up, and um, this lady's holding like this spear thing, um, and was she? Yeah, she's holding like the spear and. She's joined with this guy who's dressed in like repurposed stormtrooper armor. Yeah, and he's the guy from Aliens Three and from Terminator. Uh huh. Don't forget that. And he's he's just like her sidekick, and Ahsoka's asking about information, and she's like threatening to kill like all these townspeople. And I think she explains that she has some. She has like some prisoners, but I don't think we ever really find out who they are. I think they're just from that town and they're taken captive and using that area for like resources or something. Yeah, but I'm not too sure. Like, why does Ahsoka care? Because Ahsoka wants to help good people. I mean, help people. She's a Jedi. No, no, she's she's not a Jedi. She said it herself like a million times. She left the order because of some bullcrap that happened with the Jedi Council. And she's like, I am never, I'm leaving this. All right, all right, I got to stop. Well, they didn't. They, I guess they didn't ask your opinion before they named this episode, then, huh? Because it's called. No, they're talking Jedi. about uh, Grogu. She's not a. Je- she even said it herself. She's not a Jedi. And pe- well, I, I guess they have to call her a Jedi because what else is going to be? They're not going to say great Jedi. But Ahsoka gives um, this lady. I don't even know her name. Um, <laughs> she gives her twenty-four hours, and then the. She was going to return, and then she was going to kill her um, if she didn't let them go, right, within that 24 yeah. hours. And she will do that, and she killed yeah. a bunch right. of Mandalorians like during the Clone Wars. So then we cut to Mando um, landing on the planet with the child, um, and uh, the child uses the Force to take the gear shift knob, and uh, as they're walking out of the, the ship, and the Mando kind of scolds him as if he were an anim- like a dog or an animal. <laughs> And then, um, so the Mando and him walk into town. He talks to the guards at the gate and they grant him, um, entrance, but mostly based off of his Beskar. Um, they kind of make that point. Yeah. They make that the point of his entry. Yeah. They still think he's a bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. Are you? Well, yeah, because they mentioned he was there, like, you with the guild. And he's like, yeah, I'm with the guild. Basically. He's like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) So when he walks in, the sh- town is kind of shut down. And the people are scurrying to these alleyways and being just very um, closed off. And he tries to make conversation with a couple people. But then he's told by some of the townspeople, like, just, hey, don't talk to us. And then I think that's when he's approached by... Yeah, the guardsmen. Th- the, that, those weird things with those masks. 
yeah, he's he's approached by some of the guards, and then they tell him that he's wanted. Um, by the magistrate? Yeah, up on the platform. So uh, as he's walking by, I think that's when he sees these people that are in cages kind of, like, um, being electrocuted, and they're asking for his help, but he just kind of walk, yeah, he can walks tell, through, and he's, yeah. like, not too sure what's going to happen. Yeah, he right. can tell it's, like, not a good place and what's going on. And, um, and then the magistrate... Uh, tasked Mando with killing the, this Jedi. Jedi's are like the sworn enemy of the of the man of Mandalore and mm-hmm. all the their problems is their problems in the past. And um, in exchange, she was going to give him that spear, which we find out is made of solid Beskar. Yeah, I didn't. I did not know Beskar was like that impervious to like lightsabers and and laser lasers from the guns yeah I yeah, like, yeah I, that, I, I never knew that yeah we saw that when mando's charging in mm-hmm. the with all the other um with bo yeah and then um we'll find out a little bit more what it can actually repel in this episode but so the mando does exactly what uh what they agree to and they he travels into the woods in search of like this jedi so um he hears like a rustling while he's in there um he sets the the child down and then um, all of a sudden he's like attacked by by a Jedi wielding two lightsabers, and they have a little like fight between them. And then the Mando pulls out his blaster and he, he kind of yells uh, that he was sent by Bo-Katan to find Ahsoka. And then Ahsoka steps back. She makes a remark about the child. She's like ho- hoping that if she sent you, then I hope it's in regards to this child. And she becomes. A little bit uneasy when she sees the child as if she had seen something similar before they cut to a scene where it's ahsoka and the child like staring back at each other as ahsoka staring into the child's face she's like nodding as if they're having a conversation and then that's when we finally get the reveal that we've all been waiting for which is the child's name <laughs> michael take it away grogu his name is grogu or yogurt <laughs> <laughs> Gogurt. Gogurt, like in uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> Yogurt. So Grogu. Grogu is his official Grogu. name. Grogu. Stop calling him Baby Yoda. It's not Yoda. Yoda died. Jesus. Call him Baby Grogu. Baby Grogu. Baby Grogu. Oh. And Zendaya is Yeah, they're, they're like, they're... Ahsoka doesn't really talk to him. He just kind of like... She just kind of... They just kind of like feel the force around them, kind of like understanding. Because she's... She's done this before with, like, animals, since the animals are, like, really in tune with the Force. Like, Batu and the Loth wolves and Loth cats that we've seen before, if you watch Rebels. Are you guys surprised? Did you guys think that it was going to be something a little bit more catchy, a little bit more memorable? I think it is catchy and memorable. Grogu. I didn't, I didn't think it was that memorable. I, I didn't liked even, it a lot. I, I, I was like, oh, it's Grogu, whatever. And then by the end of it, I was like, what was his name again? better than yodette gorgon gorgon gorgonite yeah it's better than yodette like yoda and yodette come on now yaddle <laughs> or yaddle yaddle oh yaddle, yaddle. god uh, yeah i like grogu grogu's cool yeah i like grogu, grogu. i think it's pretty I've, cute it's it's fitting after i think you have to just and every time let Mando it sit says on you for a while grogu and he's like eh? it just looks <laughs> looks at him it turns around every time <laughs> grogu and he's like eh, eh. There's a little <laughs> Grogu sounds like something I would call my dog as like a, oh you're such a good girl you're such a Grogu so I like it 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 it's I not think a it pet fits. he's a baby yeah but the he's way he looks when he called yeah. gets his name called he called 
It's just like my dog. <laughs> um, now I want to do that. Maybe I should get a new dog just so I can name him Grogu. I want a dog named him Grogu. Exactly. See, it's working already. So after we get the Grogu name, um, then we're hit with a lot of information really fast. Um, he was raised in the Jedi Temple of Coruscant. He had many masters train him. After the Clone Wars, he was hidden because he was too powerful. Someone stole him in the temple. And um, after that, his his memory started to go dark. Well, she draws a connection between him and Yoda, saying that she's only ever known one other than yeah. of the species, and Which it was it was Master Yoda. But it's like I did not know about the Jedi Temple and Coruscant thing. So that means Anakin didn't kill all the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't kill all of them, and, and Grogu's still alive. She asked the Mando if Grogu wields the Force, and he says, like, yeah, he's son, he's seen a bunch of stuff that he can't really explain. A bunch of magic. She wants to see an example of it, so she gets a some rock and tries to make him grab it, but it's just uh, not really working. So the Mando has the idea to put um, the shift knob that he's always after on um, his hand, and then Grogu immediately pulls it from him making ahsoka realize the strong connection that they both have um, with each other you want to take it away alex yeah so ahsoka sort of sees that happen and um she explains that his powers are fading because he's been having to hide them for so long as to not be found out and then she says that she's not going to train him and that she won't train him because his attachment to the mando is too strong which opens them up to fear and anger too mm-hmm. quickly, which, of course, we can draw back to because Anakin was her Jedi Master and she saw, you know, firsthand what that did to him. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. She left them too. Like, that just completely ruined him. That was, like, one of the biggest parts of why he turned into, like, into the to the dark side. She completely, like, abandoned him. And then later on, they they, they fight each other and she, like, whoops his ass. She like this. She kills like a bunch of inquisitors, fights Darth Maul and Darth Vader like in ten minutes, and she like survives all of that. People don't really know how strong Ahsoka is. She's super dope. Yeah. So her suggestion is, she says that they should just let his powers fade, and so she doesn't say it exactly, but so you know he's not swayed by mm-hmm. the dark side the way Anakin was. Mando isn't too happy with this. He, you know, he's saying that. You know, this is the whole reason I came here, so you can train him and you have to, you know, you have to help me with that. She's like, nope, not going to do it. So then he tells her, well, you know, the reason I'm here is because the magistrate wants me to kill you. And she's like, ah, dang. (laughs) And then they decide um, to work together and help save the city because who would ever suspect a Mandalorian and a Jedi working together? True. So they, they hatch a plan. And Ahsoka goes up to the city wall, starts taking out some guards. She uses her lightsabers to slice that weird big bell thing in half, which is really cool. And it like rolls off into the city. And then she throws Mando's pauldron to the ground that has his little emblem of the mud horn on it. And says that, you know, your bounty hunter failed. And again, is, you know, demanding the magistrate give her information specifically where her master is so then they start fighting mando pulls up he takes out some troopers and it sort of sets it up so ahsoka and the magistrate sort of go into this different part of the city behind these closed doors and they sort of duel and have this one-on-one 
fight between each other while the Mandalorian is outside sort of taking care of all the guards in the city and helping the people that are in the cages and stuff. So we sort of are cutting back and forth. There's this really cool fight scene between the magistrate with her um, spear and Ahsoka with her lightsabers. And then outside we have the magistrate's right-hand man whose name is Lang. Him and Mando are sort of having this sort of cowboy style standoff, just sort of staring at each other, hands on guns, just waiting for someone to shoot. Which was super dope. I like the way he was just talking to him, getting closer and closer with his like shotgun, shotgun blaster. So he, he just can like make sure to shoot him. Yeah. I, I seriously thought that he was going to like shoot his legs when he was like putting it down. I'm like, he's going to turn and shoot. And then so the fight with Ahsoka and the magistrate. What do we all think about that? Because I thought it was really cool. That Beskar thing's crazy. She, that Beskar was like stopping all that lightsaber yeah. stuff. I forgot to mention uh, when Ahsoka sees the Mando in the forest, they do like a super cool. She gets her two blades and pulls them straight down. And the Mando uh, puts both of his arms up for protection and his Beskar against like the lightsaber and, and the, the sound that it makes and how it, it keeps it from um, slicing his arms off. I re- rewind that like three times. Yeah, I was, was like, what the super heck? Super crazy. That's, like, that's insane. <laughs> so we kind of see a little bit more of that with this Beskar spear that's being used to defend and actually does a pretty good job of holding holding its own against mm-hmm. a dual lightsaber attack. She's actually able to sort of get one of Ahsoka's lightsabers out of her hands and it sort of falls into that pond that they're fighting over. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> well, and then, Michael, if you want to talk about this part, the big bomb that drops is Ahsoka says, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I was like, I did not expect him to show up. I was like, man, this blue guy, there, there's Gideon and this blue guy? That means the blue guy's like top dog right now because uh, Vader's dead. Palpatine's dead. They're making clones. And Thrawn was like cast out with Ezra into like the great unknown and the, it was ahsoka and sabine wren the other mandalorian that went out to go look for him after rebels and no one knows what happened to those two but now they dropped thrawn so that means he's somehow back with the empire so they found him but they haven't found ezra which is like one of the last jedis besides anakin and i don't even know when anakin not anakin i mean luke i don't even know when luke did his uh like Jedi training, was that like closer to Force Awakens or something like in between? That was it. that was further back. Further in, back, yeah, it was further back. It That's, was way after because the em- fall of the Empire, right? Yeah. It's like way after that. Oh, when he's training younglings, yeah, because because when he's training younglings, that was right before the Force Awakens. No, yeah, yeah, but like how? Well, no, because he goes missing yeah, for a I, while. Yeah. So it was like, was, did that happen right after the fall of the Empire? Or did it take like years for him to start it? Because I know I Ezra... think that's with the fall of the Empire, he went into hiding. Okay, because I know Ezra, Luke, and Ahsoka are like basically the last Jedi's. They're like alive, and no one knows what happened to Ezra. And Thrones back, so that's like even crazier. And then back outside, we have Lang and the Mandalorian. Lang pretends like he's gonna surrender and is putting his gun on the ground, but I think. Doesn't he pull one out of yeah, his boot something or like something? That. Like back pocket or boot. Yeah, and tries to catch 
yeah, tries to catch the Mandalorian off guard. Ooh, that boy quick. Very good space western. And then there was like another one behind him. Bam! He didn't even turn around. He just shot like backwards and shot that droid in the head. Mando's quick. Too quick. (laughs) Fastest gun in all the outer rims. And then so the next morning, <laughs> the townspeople are celebrating that the magistrate is gone and their city is now free. They show them sort of crowning a new And then they leader. play that indoor music um, at the and all the all the all the little bears are hugging each other and everyone's having everyone's having a great time, just fireworks. It's great. Everyone loves it. And then Ahsoka offers the Mando the Beskar spear. Which he refuses at first, saying, well, that was my payment for killing you, and I didn't complete the mission, so I can't accept that. But um, Ahsoka sort of gets him to take it and says, well, I think this should be with a Mandalorian, and it's safer with you. So he does take the spear. So he's he's got a lot of cool gear right now. He's got his flamethrower, he's got a jetpack, he's got a big he spear has now. rockets on his wrists. He's, yeah, he's whistling got the little rockets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a grap- that grappling hook or that, that uh, whip thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a Grogu. <laughs> the best weapon of all. So he says he's going to go back to his ship to get Grogu to say goodbye to everyone. And when he gets there, he's sleeping in his little hammock, his little baby hammock. And then they take a little nap together, it looks like. And it's adorable. They're just sort of chilling. Hanging out He doesn't for a want to minute. say goodbye. You can tell he's just like carrying yeah. him. He just doesn't want to leave him. Mm-hmm. And then so we get another scene of just Ahsoka and the Mandalorian and Grogu. And Ahsoka again says, I, I can't, I can't teach him. He's too attached to you. You're basically his father. And because of that, that I just, I won't be able to teach him. But she does tell him about an old Jedi temple on the planet of Tython. I don't know. I, that name didn't sound familiar to me. I don't know I don't if think, I've ever heard of that before. I don't think before. they talked about that in Clone Wars or Rebels. I know they talk about Malincor a lot and some other one, but not Tython. And so she explains that um, if he goes to this planet and finds the old Jedi temple and carries Grogu on his back up the mountain like Madame Zeroni and puts him on on the seeing stone, then he can choose his own path. And if he does choose to keep, um, you know, using the Force, then he can reach out to other Jedi. If there's any other Jedi that are out there, um, they'll be able to sense his presence and might come help train him in the Force. Yeah, she also says there's not that many many Jedis, though. So maybe that's how Ezra comes in, feels... uh, grogu's force and just gets pulled and then they sort of share a may the force be with you and that's the end of the episode good episode very good episode is it more likely that we'll see luke before we see ezra and sabine Mm, no i don't think so i think they're gonna stay away from skywalker stuff maybe like little things here and there but other than that it's gonna be all sabine and ezra because sabine gave bo-katan back the dark the dark blade and grand moff gideon has that blade so i'm pretty sure bo-katan's gonna look for it and somehow sabine's gonna be there too helping her out and ezra's gonna come out from wherever the heck he is because there was like a bunch of space wells that know how to use hyperspace and that's how 
Thrawn and Ezra got like sent to like the outer realm or whatever, like some crazy far away place. And there was a loth cat in in the city. I was, that was crazy. I didn't expect that little kitty during like the whole like shootout. So that's what makes me think like, oh, Ezra's gonna be coming back because that's like loth. The loth cat is like tied with um with uh, Ezra and the loth wolves and all that from his like planet. Um, no food in this one. Yeah, no, no one ate anything. Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's why everyone's all skinny and sick. Not even Ahsoka. She doesn't. Eat, she doesn't even eat anything. She doesn't need to eat. She's the most powerful Jedi ever. <laughs> yes. What did you think about seeing Ahsoka live action? It was pretty cool. I didn't expect it to be like that grandiose. I'm like, ah, oh, it's her. But I was like super excited seeing her like just kick ass in the first like five minutes, not even saying anything, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. She was doing Ahsoka things with her double blades cutting people i feel like every new time ahsoka's in something they make her head tails smaller and i think smaller. so except for rebels they were humongous in rebels and then this one it was a lot smaller that's the only thing that was kind of weird yeah but i guess you don't want like gigantic like head things and just like prosthetic yeah like, moving act. around and all that did you like ahsoka even though you don't like clone wars or rebels or anything like that yeah it was cool it was whatever i didn't it, i thought like the character brought from animation to live action was really well done based same way as Bo-Katan like the, with the looks and the mannerisms and just overall the character execution of her being a badass like wielding these lightsabers and stuff I think it it makes it a lot more special to see it in live action and I can see that those um, lightsabers in Galaxy's Edge selling out very quickly now mm-hmm. Those were pretty dope when she she had them on. I'm like, those are dope. I kind of want some. I want I want both. That's <laughs> yeah, good character. She was like some whiny little brat for a season, and then throughout the Clone Wars, she was like maturing, and now through Rebels and this, she's like super wise. You can tell she just doesn't really. She like she knows exactly what to do now, because she's been through a lot. I don't know if it was just Rosario Dawson to begin with, um, but her attitude was kind of like. It was a little weird. It was kind of like she was kind of dead inside or something. I don't know if, how much thought she went into the role. I've read all the backstories and stuff, but she kind of felt like disconnected in a way. No, she apparently she's like seen Clone Wars and really wanted this like a long time ago. And that's kind of, kind of how Ahsoka is. Like after all the things she's been through, she's just very like poised and just quiet and to herself. Yeah, but overall, it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool episode. Um, I think just the action shots of s- finally seeing somebody use a lightsaber in the Mandalorian is enough for me to give it a five, five, um, five Beskar spears out of five. Oh, you took mine. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I gotta think of another one. New rating. Mm, what should I say? five gear knobs out of five <laughs> yeah uh, uh five um lightsaber chopped off tree chunks slamming into a <laughs> guy's that was, that was, head that was gonna be that was <laughs> out gonna of be five five tree choppings yeah no i think that those first scenes of her sort of 
working her way through and sort of going back and forth into like the shadows was done think, really well. I think that was, was a really way to cool. show people who don't know who she is like this is her and this is exactly what she does. This is how powerful she is. And it works. Mm -hmm. And just like the black trees and the gray backdrop and then just her bright white lightsaber sort of like piercing through all that. The boogie was really cool. Scary. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. David Prowse died. <laughs>